This episode is brought to you by Netflix. Hold your carriage horses and tighten those corsets. Bridgerton is back. Longtime friends Colin Bridgerton and Penelope Featherington find themselves in quite the precarious situation. The wallflower is ready to bloom, but she needs Colin's help to find a marriage match. Has Penelope truly pushed aside her feelings for Colin? Will Colin realize his feelings before another suitor takes Penelope's hand? And will Penelope's secret identity as famed gossip writer Lady Whistledown destroy any chance she may have at love? This gentle reader can't wait to find out. Watch part one of Bridgerton now, only on Netflix. Hello and welcome back to You Up. I'm Jordana Abraham. I'm Jared Freed. Uh, thank you guys so much for listening. This is, uh, I, I, I like to thank people at the front. Yes. Right. Without the listeners. We're nothing. We're nothing. We're nobodies. We're losers. Exactly. We have nothing. So it is, and you guys are into this in a way. I. It's so nice that you like listening as much as I like doing it. And I think, Jordan, I, can, yeah, I don't want to speak for you, but... The highlight of my of my weeks. <laughs> it sounds like it. It is. <laughs> as you can sense from the, the extreme tones in my voice. For sure. Yes. No, I really... It's This is therapeutic. It's great. We have a great time. And we it's, love it. It's just the more people that listen, the more fun it gets. Yes. And listen... You got to keep telling people. That's Tell a friend. Tell a friend. Rate, review, subscribe. Keep putting it on your Instagram stories. Instagram amazing. stories is how this is going to grow for now. And it is growing. And it is growing. It's it, it gets. It's crazy how big this is. Yeah. My mom gets recognized. That's you guys are animals. You're crazy. So keep making your Instagram stories. Keep telling a friend. If you're going back to school right now, tell the, the whole sorority pledge class if you're going back to your fraternity tell the whole fraternity tell everyone make it a group listening experience we love hearing that people Please. are listening at their pre-games and at their sunday hungover days Chapter, whatever whatever bullshit. it is gym walks to school walks to work commute Keep, with your wife with your wife we hear or your your husband i husband and wives a great it's opening up the conversation starter. yeah and this uh this week we're having uh, girls gotta eat podcast the girls from there on on at the end and they were great they were fantastic i've been on their show before um and they're 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 just a great i i just like talking with them they're fun they are they we had such a fun time um doing their podcast and us doing you know them and sw swapping so to speak it's always a good time so get involved with the end of this episode and check it out and check them out but uh oh anything any shows you have coming up what do Jared? i have coming, coming up this is now october 3rd I, so, I'm traveling this great nation. Do you know? Are you following I, you are on doing, Instagram? You are doing the, quite the tour. It makes, <laughs> can I tell you something? I sure. get um, I get traveling anxiety just watching your Instagram. Story. It's a lot of travel. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> it makes me want your Instagram is is amazing. You're doing great stuff. It makes me want to take a nap. Just, uh, I'm doing <laughs> too not, much. Not I think. because it's boring, but because I'm like, oh my god, this is so much. He has so much energy. I, I here's the problem. I'm a low energy. Can person. you hear my voice right now? Tell. My voice is all shit. Like, I feel bad. I'm for sorry. The, you're going to have to speak for another <laughs> hour and a half. Another now. hour and a half. But I, I'm doing this Snapchat show where we do a game show from so a funny. different college football game every Saturday. So I'm going to different college. And what they do is they tape on Saturday. We get done. And a guy literally is waiting there for the footage to run it to L.A. to get edited for every Tuesday. He's literally running. Running. Forrest Gump. Forrest Gump is sitting there, big beard. So every Tuesday, these come out on Snapchat. It's called How Low Will You Go? And I'd love for you guys to watch it. It's a five-minute, quick, stupid, funny video. People do crazy stunts. If you search How Low Will You Go on the Discover page, I'm there yelling at you like I do on this podcast every Wednesday. Check but, I, I mean, I'm going to be, October 3rd is when 
when this comes out. I'm going to be this week on Thursday the 4th. I'm in Rhode Island for the Rogue Island Comedy Festival. Friday the 5th, I'm in Miami. I'm doing shows in Miami. And then the 6th, I'm going to be at the Miami, Florida State game. The 7th through 10th, I'm in Chicago at Zany's. So if you guys are around, uh, go to my website, jaredfree.com. That's jaredfree.com. Or go follow me on Instagram at jaredfree. I you can get tickets there. Bring a crew. It's fun. So yeah. bring a whole crew. And is the book out? The book is not out, but you can pre-order it now. It's coming out October 23rd. Please, please pre-order anywhere books are sold. Go to betches.co slash WHH. It's called When's Happy Hour. It's a great, great book for like anyone who's trying to succeed in business or already has a job or is in college and wants to know what the fuck is going to happen to them after. Um, it'll get you through a lot of stuff and it's not boring. It's not like a, one of those like, boring ass like well i think preachy if i can if, books. I, if i could feather your lady nuts for a second i appreciate that i think totes appreciate the, the the best part about what you guys do is you take out the bullshit that everyone feels they have to put on social media right so a book about what it's like to enter the workforce and how to get ahead in, in your job and being honest about it and not saying well you, you know and not sounding like a Instagram picture that's been put together and right. produced is really a comforting thing like this podcast. We're going to give you exactly. We're going to give you like a raw open take about what it's actually like and actually some useful fucking tips along the way. I think we talked about this before. I think there's no harder transition than um, suburb and listen, there's harder lives out there, but right. <laughs> like, transitions I, we're talking but I'm about. Talking, there's harder lives. There's harder. Everyone's right. got a tough. I get it. I'm just, I'm, I'm not trying to like give out uh, for privilege the po- for the population at large in America. The people that I've met that listen to this podcast, my okay? old friends. <laughs> yeah. <There's- laughs> it was hard for me. Suburban kid. Right. Going out, getting out of college, and then going into the working world—that's a transition that no one gives a fuck about. No because one tells you about because no one tells you about, and also doesn't care about because you've had it pretty good, right? So they are not going to sit there and babysit you through it. And a book like this—it's going to help you. It's going to help you out to know that you're not alone, right? And you can also laugh along. It doesn't take itself too seriously. It's going to be just like the You Up podcast. Exactly. We're trying to have a laugh at something that a lot of people take seriously. You know, this is the love of your life you're looking for. You're looking for love, and we're here to help you. Exactly. So let's do the podcast. Let's do some emails. You ready? Uh, I'm ready. So we have a lot of people write in about like uh, dating apps, but also about another topic, which I thought this this email kind of brought together was the topic of how in, like involved are you supposed to get in your friends' dating lives? How do you feel about that? I think I mean you've mentioned that you know the friends looking up stuff the friends right and I I understand a certain level of it but there is like a cliff you can fall off of in terms of listening to your friends listening to your friends getting bogged down by your friends I agree with that I think I think my dating life got easier when I lived alone Mm. actually not because there was anything wrong with my roommate but because we were like so entwined in a sense of like and our opinions mattered almost like too much to each other i got that and we would like we were also like just friends so it would it kind of i think again like i think when you forming your own opinion a lot of the time without like someone else's input you get like a better sense if you trust yourself than if you're kind of like constantly if you're if you're sitting there worried about judgment by other people is it judgment Cause I, I think, think it's of a little judgment. bit of a judgment, especially like, okay, like when you live with someone like your you guys, like you meet someone much faster than you would a different way. Yeah. 
and you know it's become it, there could become like a kind what of a weird someone like faster. if i'm dating someone and i live with someone they're gonna meet them before anyone else oh, i know absolutely. meets them yeah, 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 yeah. so i think it's it's a different and also you don't know them enough to even introduce them to anyone but you still got right like if they're leaving like, oh, your apartment hey. you're gonna go hey this is my, my roommate, roommate. Exactly. and it's like you know who's this guy right so i mean on that note i remember and i've lived alone for like a little over a year i think it um it just changes like the way you view dating and the way you view your, you're responsible for much more and it becomes mm-hmm. less like this. We're dating as a group and more it's like, I'm like, I'm going out and meeting people and having fun. I, I sense this a lot from women is that they're so worried about what the group thinks that they forget to have fun in the thing they're doing. Right. So it they becomes sp- more about like the on paper guy that they can bring to the group. Yeah. And everyone has flaws. Everyone lives in the land of gray. Everyone's not perfect. So you're going to have things about, and you're going to like, we play red flag deal breaker all the time, but like you're living through when you start seeing someone, it's like you add up the red flags. And when there's a huge pile of red flags, you're like, I got to get out of this. Right. It doesn't happen with one red flag. It happens with a multitude of them. And it's like, you're, you're learning about them along the way. And sometimes the friends will notice seven red flags at once. And it doesn't even let you get hurt enough to meet someone. Right. I agree with that. Do you ever, do you talk to your, to your friends about people you're dating? A lot? Absolutely. Yeah, I I mean, yeah, I and in like a not like not just about sexual stuff, like about personality no personality stuff. stuff. Yeah. I mean, the group has become smaller. I think, I think it, it feels to me. You can tell me if I'm wrong that women feel like they're polling like seventy people. It can feel like that, especially when you're going. For, I remember like being single and like wanting to like text a guy back after like sort of an ambiguous text mm. and polling like seven. Yeah, you know, like se- you're polling like seven different people, and I'm like. I think I can handle this, but I'd like to just gather. Maybe it's like the anxiety in me. I'm like, I'd like to gather as much information about what people think I should do before I respond to this. See, I'm less likely to go to someone about a text, but I do it. Like my brother will come to me about like, what do I text this person back? Or we just met like I've had, but it's always just me. I think I'll go to like two people. What do you think of this person? What do you guys think? Are they cool? Did you have fun? And what I've noticed is they don't tell you the truth until after, after you're, Done. done unless but for as a girl i think a lot of the times people you're kind of like you're going to your friends to help them to help you interpret actions sure yeah i don't know if it's the same for you i feel like mine's more reactive like i have a lot of friends that will be like they'll know that i'm like out there and like i talk a lot about dating they know that my career choice right doesn't really fit into like making okay. an easy relationship so they'll get like a lot of my conversations now are like way more serious where they'll be like, well, do you think you even want that? And right. I'll be like, I don't you know. See, and I then, like that. I think, I think girls could benefit from being more like that yeah. instead of like, what's he doing? Like, how do we, how do we all like interpret the fact that he like texted you on Tuesday when he said he would text you on Monday night instead? Yeah, that like, doesn't, that's not what I'm dealing right. with. Or like, how do we interpret the fact that he's, he's been acting like this lately? Yeah. But like, I think your way, if we, if we as women could, could kind of give each other more advice that's like what do you think of this person like how does that make like does yeah that, is that somewhat something that you're interested in kind of thing like i and i don't think many female-centered advice is based like that yeah i think that would be a lot more helpful i mean i i literally went on a walk with my friends like what two weeks ago we were walking and they're like they're just like why didn't why didn't it work you know they're asking like overarching right. questions and like I just kind of rambled. Like I didn't even have an answer. There was no answer. And they're like, mm-hmm. they were like, well, you kind of like posted a bunch of stuff after this. And then they're going through like 
you know, what will you post? They're this, analyzing you say, your. They're analyzing right, my yeah, actions. Right. It's never about the girl. It's always about me. When I talk to my friends yeah. about girls, they'll be like, "Well, you, you know, you did this, you did that. We should make it more about us." <laughs> you seemed uh, right. like, yeah. I, I well, I talk about that a lot on this show, where I'm mm. like, "What are your standards?" Right. And a lot of it, like my friends will come to me, and they'll be like, "They'll be like, we liked these five things." About this person that we've written down, that we've written down, <laughs> right. and we're wondering what the fuck is wrong with you? Mm-hmm. Because you know, yeah, I think a lot of this we have to be more self-reflective. Like a lot of times, people will be like, "Well, dating's tough." Well, that's right. you absolving yourself of that's what's true. going on. My friends were pretty. I'm I'm also like viciously honest with my friends. Like I'll say things that make me look bad. I'm I'm honest here. I I yeah. say things that make me look bad here. So I I say to them you know, why it didn't work or what had happened. And it does make me get reflective and think about what I'm looking for. Sounds like you've got some great friends. I got a couple good ones. <laughs> the rest but are I've also right. like pared down my life. What do you mean? I don't know. You know, I you think only hang out with people that the, I, I think the luxury of being a guy is that I can pick up with a lot of people after not seeing them for five years and not offended that we didn't see each other for five years. Right. I think I have friendships like that. Okay. They're harder to definitely harder to maintain. I think I I think verbal communication is very important in female friendships. Yeah. I, I, well, I have one friend that we talk like three times a week on the phone on the phone. Yeah. And I think if you have a phone call friend, that's a good friend. Yeah. And I think, I think most people need a phone call friend. 100%. 100%. Like, if you can't, if you don't have one right now, you got to find one. You got to figure that shit out. You got to find one. You get someone to call after your dates. Do you know how many times I called this guy? I mean, one of my good friends, I call him and be, and I just have most of our conversations are, Am I crazy? <laughs> you what need that you one friend. Say? Sometimes. Sometimes I'm crazy. Sometimes he's like, No, I totally see what you're saying. And it, it, it can level things for me. Right. But let's do the email. Well, I'll do the email. Hey guys, I'm listening to the podcast for a few weeks now. It really brightens up my long morning commute. I've come across a delicate situation and wanted to know your opinion. My best friend and her boyfriend have been dating a little over a year now and recently, four months ago, moved in together. It's quick. Wow. Uh, while in town visiting a different friend, his profile popped up on my Tinder. So they moved in without under a year. Yes. Would you ever do that? No. I would never do that. That seems very, very fast. This happens in New York you a lot. You don't know shit about someone. You know them less than a year. I, I can, <laughs> you really don't. I agree. But <laughs> this happens in New York because people like move in for the rent. Right. Which I am always like, find a fucking roommate at that point. Like, yeah. why, why do this like, to There's yourself? no way you could know someone, I think, well enough to know to like, that's, that, that's the same commitment as marriage. Yeah. Essentially. I mean, any friend of mine that gets married, they all go. It's the same as living together. Yeah. They go, well, we already live together. So this was just a part. Right. Like it's a contract. after that. Anyway, while in town visiting a friend, his profile popped up on my Tinder. Coincidentally, she was out of town this weekend. We immediately. It's not a coincidence. We immediately screenshotted everything, (laughs) trying to give him the benefit of the doubt. We went to his Facebook, trying to see if the pictures on Tinder were recent in comparison. In addition to looking up how long you stay in the Tinder deck after you've deleted the app. About 24 hours. How do they know that? They go- they Googled it. Oh. She's saying we looked... We. I think you stay in it even if you delete... Deleting the app is not... I agree. And maybe not for Tinder. I've seen this on different apps. But let me... Anyway. My best friend is head over heels in love with this guy. Do I tell her? Do I keep it to myself? Do I have an, my, my other friend tell her? Thanks in advance. <laughs> do P- I push this off, off my other friend? BFF. No, she says... Um, we went to his Facebook... 
And we look we looked up how long you stay in the Tinder deck after you've deleted it. Okay. I know that you could people can find you on an app long after you think you've deleted it. Yes. I've heard of that happening. It happens. Right. So there's a difference between deleting your account and deleting the app. Right. If you delete the app that doesn't really do anything, it might just make you not active on it and push you back. I'm an app deleter. And right. that means I'm get, still on that the That means app. you get a lot of texts once you're get, dating someone. <laughs> I get a lot of what the fuck. So I've deleted, but I've never like deleted my account. Yeah, you have to, you have to, a lot of these things are connected to Facebook and you have to go on Facebook and it's like a process. You have to go on Facebook, you have to find the app and you have to like disallow the them to have your access to your As a guy, information. I will tell you right now, I have no idea how to do that. Right. And I will, and I do delete apps. I've deleted mine right now. <laughs> and I did not You're do still, that. Right. Well, yeah, that happened to me with my boyfriend, actually. Mm. Um, I think it was with Hinge or something where like someone, I was dating like, eight months or something and someone mm. said like, I saw him on that mm -hmm. and I asked him about it. He's like, I deleted that like right when we like, made things I mean okay. like I like I've not I don't think he's lying I think sure. that I've heard that happening to many other people yes. but then they just delete it and it doesn't actually do anything you have to like go and so like So did you like so when you told them It was like a little annoying. Of course. Yeah, cuz I'm like I be, it's not like I don't believe you but it's also just like annoying to have some, it's like an embarrassing thing to have someone tell you that. So when he when you said that to him did he go did he go go through my phone like what was his response? He's like, I don't know how that's possible because I deleted the app. Mm. And I'm like, well, it's clearly possible because like someone just showed it to me. Yeah. So like it's it's very clearly possible. <laughs> I'm not living um, in a... Uh, he's like, yeah. I haven't had it in... I mean, like I... You know what I mean? It became like a... Because was, it becomes a discussion. Right. And what I said was... A like, necessary one. Here's what I said is like, here's the correct response. <laughs> now, his response was like, I have no idea that happened. Like I don't have the app at all. And my response to that was like, Here's the correct response. Okay. That response is fine. Here's the here's the actual correct response is I'm so sorry that someone I have no idea how that happened. I'm gonna look into that right away. I'm so sorry that someone had to show you that. That must have been like kind of embarrassing. I'm really sorry about that. I would have done the same response. That, I, said, that I said that's the right <laughs> That's said, the right I response. I gave him the response. I was like, oh, I can have this fight with myself. This is fun. Um, <laughs> but uh, I've heard that I, I would have gone with his. <laughs> But I, I didn't know the correct right. one, but the I hear what you're saying. The is to like validate my feelings. Yeah. And then like, um, that must have been awful. I'll, like immediately like, I'll look into it, this. Whatever. Um, <laughs> I'll look into this. Feels like, <laughs> feels like he's going to do an investigation. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like it feels like he's, um, <laughs> he works on your ship. <laughs> that <laughs> sprung a leak. Yeah. You're right. like, oh, I'll look into it, captain. No, I think like it's a, whenever you're someone is bothering someone, you should, the first thing you should do is like a address their feelings or whatever. I understand. But whatever. That. It was fine. I mean, I know several people who I have I've, in relationships and people just don't know how to delete it. And it's a, it's a common thing. I think among newly, this happens people totally fine. It's, it's, we can under the timing thing. We get it. Mm -hmm. The person that approached you about it, how are you two? Oh, we're fine. Yeah, we're good. Yeah. So, but the, this is the the, yeah. the person writing in is wondering. Right. That's not that. That person's just the one telling me. That's like yeah. a good friend. So, I mean, yeah. Do you say to this person that they should do the same as that person? Yeah, did for I you? think you don't say your boy. Here's what you don't say is. Your boyfriend's clearly cheating on yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like <laughs> I saw him on this app. What a fucking douchebag. Yeah. Here's what you say. Like, hey, I was on 
Tinder in like in town and you're this his app this app came up um your his profile came up I'm it might be an accident I don't know anything about how these things really work yeah but I just thought if, if it happened someone saw my maybe you want to tell him to like deactivate it or look into it or I don't know you got to come in with kids gloves right you, you just have to be like here's what I saw I'm yeah. not making any conclusions from it I'm not telling you to make any conclusions from it but like I thought you might want to know do not write we looked it up and it's 24 right, hours right exactly do don't not- <laughs> Don't be the judgy fucking dickhead. Right. That's like, and we looked it up and it's 24 hours to get off the app. So this guy is definitely the worst human being. And I can't believe you let him inside of you. Exactly. Like that's the that's worst the ro- way. That's the wrong no. confrontation. I used style. to have a friend that stopped drinking in college and I always said he was the best because when you woke up in the morning, blacked out, he could tell go, you everything that happened. You'd go to him and, and I'd go, Dude, I blacked out so hard last night. And he would go, you were so much fun. Let me tell you what happened. Right. But he would always start with, you were great. Right. Instead you of know, like, well, we're going to uh, need to talk. I'll tell you about it later. Right. Like that person, get out of my fucking life. Right. You know why I'm coming to you. You know what I'm trying to figure out here. Let me be put at ease. Right. And don't be a fucking investigatory journalist. No. Like, just tell the person the information they need to know hey, without heard any that- sort of like like uh, feelings or emotion behind it because it's just a fact. And if what what she does with the fact is her issue. I, I mean, I've been in this situation. I've handled it both ways. I've always felt better about how I handle it when I go, hey, heard this thing. Just wanted to let you know. Um, I'm, it could be a massive. Could be nothing. It could be nothing. Could, could right. be something. Just want to let you know. Exactly. And that's always how I felt better. And that's the entirety of your responsibility, I think, yeah. as a friend. I mean, would you... Let's say it's a different situation. Let's say you see the guy on a date. I would say exactly hey. the facts of what I saw. I'd say, hey, I was out to dinner. Saw this guy. Restaurant. I saw, I happened to see Joe at like whatever. He's, Joe Blow. He was, he was with a girl. I don't know who it is. Maybe it's like his family member or something, or maybe it's not. But put him but, on the stand is kind of what you're right. saying. Right. All I'm saying is like, here's the facts that I know. Someone saw this person. I Someone saw, someone, I, I'd say exactly what I would want someone to say to me in the same scenario. Here's yeah. the, here are all the facts. You conclude with them. Take whatever your emotion you would like out of it. Right. If I saw him making out, I'd say like, I saw him kissing some girl. I don't really know what, to, I don't want to sure. hurt you or tell you something that you don't want to hear but like i would want to know if it was me and this is just all i don't know what's going on anytime you give the 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 issue is anytime you give bad information to a friend and you're trying your best to be a good friend you always risk risk losing that friend i think if the if the the friend decides to lose you it's they weren't a friend in the first they weren't a real friend they like have much bigger issues than that and mm-hmm. that like they're you know toxically tied to someone if you, assuming your intentions as a friend are good. Yeah. If you're like, a, I can understand there's people who like have friends who are just kind of like want to bring them down or be toxic because like sure. they're unhappy. And so they don't like when someone's too happy in their relationship. So they're picking at it a lot. That's a different kind of friend. Sometimes you're the wrong friend to give the information. Sometimes you are. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like sometimes, you know, this girl's like, should I say it? Should my other friends say it? Know what you are to this person. Right. You know, like, are you a close friend that would come with that information or do you only text this person when you need something? Right. And also, like, you have to be the person who's doing it with, like, their be- their best intentions in mind because that's a friend. That's a real friend. Mm. If I'm telling my whole group of friends, but not you first, I'm making this into a dramatic thing that sure. we're we're loving it. 
Yeah. Because like, it's like now like a joke. It's like a joke. It's a joke at your expense, essentially. So like, I think this is actually the wrong move because now it's like so much more. Like if, if my friend who told me about my boyfriend on the app was like, well, I spoke to like all of our friends about it. And we decided that I should be the one to tell you. The tribe right. has come together. Exactly. And we have decided we shall tell you about your shitty boyfriend. Right. And no we've one. all laughed all day about this. And thank God we are in good relationships, unlike you. That is exactly what, what this sounds like. This sounds exactly. Like. So maybe just wear the kid gloves. Right. And and make it like a personal thing. If you have ever have sensitive information, you don't want to bring like a whole group into it. Mm. Yeah, just make it personal. Exactly. You guys know I'm a huge fan of Skims, and with warmer weather coming up, I recently tried out one of their t-shirts. Skims makes the best basics and foundations, so it's no surprise that it's the best-fitting tee I've ever worn. Finding the perfect t-shirt can be such a challenge, whether it's the fit or the quality, but with Skims, they make the most flattering shirts for everyone. Honestly, I love pretty much everything Skims makes, but I really love their t-shirts. They're like form-fitting, and they make my body just look that much smoother. I have the soft, smoothing, seamless t-shirt in Onyx. It has amazing versatility. It is literally a must-have for a spring wardrobe. They're stretchy, they're flattering. You can dress it up or dress it down, and you don't have to worry about compromising style or comfort. I also have the cotton jersey t-shirt in marble, and it's really just changed the game for me. It's taking the regular t-shirt, it's leveling it up. There's no stretched collars or hems, and it literally fits like a dream. Skims t-shirts are made with innovative technology while always keeping style and comfort in mind. From crop silhouettes to long sleeve layering tees, Skims has something for every fit and everybody. Shop the Skims t-shirt shop at skims.com now available in sizes extra extra small to 4x if you haven't yet be sure to let them know i sent you after you place your order select podcast in the survey and select you up in the drop down menu that follows if you're like me and shudder at the thought of low-rise jeans and pluck thin eyebrows making a comeback you're a millennial and if you're a millennial it's time to add clarence multi-active cream to your daily routine i have to tell you i'm a huge clarence fan i've been using them for years i love 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 them they are such high quality they're like a legacy brand. My skin always looks better whenever I'm using Clarins products and it's no different with the Clarins multi-active cream. You've been adulting for a while so the daily stress of just trying to keep your life together can cause stress aging. Yes, that's a thing. The good news, Europe's number one skincare line has a solution you can trust. Rooted in nature and innovated with science, Clarins has a long legacy of creating industry-first plant-forward products. Using a skin charger complex made of 2% niacinamide and Sea Holly Bio Extract, Clarins Multi-Active Cream has been clinically proven to target the first visible signs of aging by smoothing lines and wrinkles, refining pores, evening tone and texture, and strengthening the skin's moisture barrier. While multi-active cream can't bring back the golden age of boy bands, it can de-stress your skin. Go to Clarins.com UUP and get multi-active day and night cream for 10% off, a free welcome gift, plus free shipping on your first order. That's C-L-A-R-I-N-S dot com slash UUP with promo code UUP. UUP, Clarence.com slash UUP with promo code UUP. Let's do a weird sexual encounter of the week. Let's do it. Jared and Jordana, love the pod. I'm a loyal listener. Have rated, reviewed, and subscribed. Ooh, that feels so good. Do you hear it? Is that the feathering That's thing? the feathering. That's the, I'm still getting caught up on the lingo up almost the lingo. a year in. That feels like my nuts have little tiny fairies flying around with big feathers in their hands. If only I were a man and I could know. If you could only know felt like. the pleasure. Rate, review, subscribe. Ah. 
a few, <laughs> a few weeks ago, I was hanging out with a guy I'd been on a few dates with and met on a dating app. Things started to get intimate. And just as I was reaching for the condom, my dog decided she wanted to see, wanted to see what was going on. I watched mortified as my dog jumped on the bed and proceeded to lick his back, butt, etc. <laughs> I need the the, the physics butt, of this need to be explained to me. How did the butt happen? I guess he's naked and on top. But she was reaching for the condom. Oh, I guess he was on top. She reached for the condom. Dog jumps up. Ass gets licked. Well, now he can say he was in a threesome. (laughs) (laughs) Needless to say, she killed the mood pretty quickly, and we ended up just falling asleep. My dog had never done anything like this before, so it never crossed my mind to lock her out of the room. Looking forward to hearing the banner about the story, what you come up with for a name. What do we... The Cujo? What do we call this? (laughs) What was the... My dog... My sexual dog skip... (laughs) <laughs> is what is that my dog skip have you ever heard of that my movie? dog skip is like a kid's book right yeah what's the dog movie that the dog dunks do you know what i'm talking about air bud air bud yeah this we'll is called the uh <laughs> sexual air bud this is fuck bud fuck bud. there you go <laughs> this is uh what, would, I, what if this happened do you think you keep going if this happened to you i would ask to i would I, I would keep going, yes. It wouldn't. I would have laughed at it. Like, going to sleep seems like the weirdest part of this right? email. To just go. It doesn't well, seem that traumatic. Time for bed. Like, yeah. Just quietly not address it and go to sleep. Yeah. like I think I would, like, laugh it off. It'd be, like, kind of funny. Laugh it off. I would say. I would say the threesome thing I just said. I'd be like, well, I guess <laughs> right. I've done it. You break know? the ice a little bit. Well, we can start thinking of other women to bring in. Um, I break the ice. And then I would say, I'm going to shower. <laughs> and then I'm going to come back. What if, or I would I would say, at least your dog knows to lick my ass. Your turn. Oh, my God. <laughs> I don't think I would like that response. <laughs> yeah, I don't think it would go. What, well uh, <laughs> what if what if she didn't think it was weird? If she didn't think it was weird, like this happens all the time. The dog always runs in. Yeah, like that's just like that's just. I would think she's a little into it. St- stuffy. Whatever. Yeah, fluffy. stop being fl- stuffy. <laughs> fluffy. Fluffy. <laughs> fluffy. That's just fluffy. That's just fluffy. Yeah. She just does that. Are you that fine some- with that? No, because that, to me, I'm thinking she gets off to it a little bit. She likes the like, threesome ass. Like, you know to lock the door if this has happened before. Right. You know, like like she said, she goes, it's never happened, so I never thought to lock the door. Okay. To me, it's like, you gotta, you know. What do you think is the best move for her after this happens to, like, say... You got to fuck make fun of it. That's the thing with all these things. You mm-hmm. always, uh, the, you know, humor. That's why it's important right. you know, to go. I get it. I hope you get it. Now right. it brings you closer together. Be like, oh, I should. I think, yeah, I think the best thing would make a joke about how your dog is like trying to steal your guy. Yeah. Or something. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, would you keep going? Yeah, I think like. I Roles mean, reversed. I would be dog apologetic. Dog your ass, et cetera. I think the guy would have to be actively trying to get the dog away from me. Yeah, yeah. And then like apologizing, and then it'd be fine. Yeah, he's got to own right. If he's like, oh, like it's whatever, like you said, it's just Lucy. Right. I'd be like, all right, I don't. I need you to have. It's kind of like we talked about this. Like dog owners, like you got to be on your dogs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Your responsibility. You can't absolve your shitty behavior onto a dog. Exactly. Yeah. I. I have you ever been in a situation where you've been with a guy and the the pet just sits there watching 
Not that I can remember. I haven't dated a lot of guys with animals, to be totally honest. I've had this happen. It's weird. A lot, I mean, a lot, not that many guys. I guess some guys have dogs. Girls will have cats sometimes. And right. then that's one time. I mean, I, if there's a cat there, I'm not coming. One time, <laughs> one time I got real drunk with this girl. We go back to her place. I'm, I don't like sleeping naked. Mm-hmm. I like putting on shorts. Okay. I just think the penis can go in too many different directions. You like to know where it is at all times? I like it packaged up. Fair enough. Um, but I, I mean, I like being naked, but I just, in bed, when I'm going to go to sleep, mm-hmm. I, want it, I want a bow put on the penis. Okay. So I was in this, we got so fucked up that we just like woke up naked. I'll never forget it. It was so weird to me that like, I was like on my side sleeping and then I woke up and like the cat was like right next to my penis. That's kind of scary. They have claws. Scary, yeah. And I, in my mind, I'm like, if I move two inches. Right. Or if he thinks it's like a treat. Yeah. Do you like, know what I mean? Licking it, yeah. I don't want to, and I and I remember going, shoot, 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 shoot. You know, like I went to get it away. Right. And then I got up and I went to the bathroom and I was still naked. I walked to the bathroom and I stepped in the litter box. Ugh. So like I'm peeing now with like it was a small New York City apartment. Right. So I'm peeing one foot in the like litter I didn't box. I want to go on safari. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, <laughs> this I guess is not the like I am the cat at this point. Right. You know, I I just fucked the cat just yeah. because I we woke up so together. Was that it? Is that the went end? to the bathroom? One foot in the litter box, peeing. That was it. Was that it? Yeah, we didn't see each other again. But I mean, she was very nice. But I was like, I gotta go. I got. I I. I don't like cats. I feel no. That. Yeah. Honestly, I like cats. I like dogs, but like it's not. I'm not impressed by one. I'm not like it's not like I'm not. I never really understood the girls who were like, he has a dog. So cute. like someone guy I think once tried to like show me his dog mm. and like thought that would be like moving the needle a little bit, and I was just like, that's not the way to. Guys who to get me. dogs in like cities, I never trust. Yeah, I think they're like lure. It's almost like they're luring yeah. people in with them. It's it, a little creepy. It does feel like it's a little cheesy. Right. You know, like, oh, I'll have the dog and all the girls will come. I mean, we've gotten some angry emails from dog people. On this yeah, podcast. dogs are great. I love a, I love a <laughs> nice dog in a in a house in suburbia. Sure. Um, well, I mean, listen, if this conversation about dogs turns you off to this podcast, maybe you should take a look in the mirror and <laughs> and understand that maybe people's feelings on dogs can be a little bit gray without <laughs> wanting to murder a fucking dog. Right. You could say you hate kids. No one cares. <laughs> no one cares. You, say you hate dogs. There was a lynch mob just yeah. lining up. And you could say whatever the fuck you want about cats. No one gives a yeah, shit. No, exactly. <laughs> and people are like, yeah, fuck cats. Yeah. I think a girl who has a cat is more... Like single girl with a cat. I wrote about this once. Single girl with a cat is more of a um, a more thoughtful <laughs> person than a single girl with a dog. Oh my god, my sister has a cat. She's single. Yeah, in her early twenties. There and my, it is. Both my mother and my grandmother were like, "No one is going to marry you. You got to get." It's the sign that you've you've given up. But here's the thing: you cats get are rid discerning. Of the cat. Cats don't just love you whenever you want love. Cats are more like humans than dogs are. I know, but it's just like, why, then why even get it? It's like, what's the usefulness to me of something that's going ju- to walk in? It's going to judge me. <laughs> Who's paying for the litter? Yeah. Well, listen, at least you look at the cat and you go, 
not a good day for both of us. You know about space. You know right. about. I don't want to buy a roommate that I have to feed. <laughs> this is fair. That's the fair. That's a fair point to make about right. cats. But we look at cats more rationally than we look at dogs. If you said that about a dog, everyone would be like, oh, my. Grab their pearls. Right. <laughs> becomes, not fair. Now you murder dogs. That's a good point for cats. All right. Should I read the. Uh, or do you want to read the second one? Let's do another it's a, email. It's a doozy. It's a, oh, my God. Okay. You could do it. You know I love reading. <laughs> and listen, you can send in your emails. Send to in your book recommendations <laughs> and emails to... UUP at Betches.com. UUP at Betches.com. We love your email. We're getting a lot, yeah, right? Yeah, we're getting a ton. We it's need hard an to intern. Keep up with. Yeah, we're, we're looking for an intern. If you guys, if we haven't hired one by the time this airs, it could be you. Love the podcast. Just saw the live show awesome show that's right if you're out there and you were just at our show in dallas i mean thank you for coming yeah you had an amazing time you had an amazing time we already know that we know it please help i've been dating my boyfriend for over a year we get along so well and i could see myself being with him into the future we're both almost 25 and graduated from penn state the same year we are i'm gonna be at penn state oh i was already there (laughs) Um, <laughs> oops you know, you're in a time warp I had a great time the uh, time machine uh, but met through friends in the city post graduation but I think there is a huge issue that could ruin it all what is it by being Penn Staters and living in the city we found ourselves together a lot of at a lot of social gatherings that are basically centered around drinking listen I went to Penn State are there a lot of social gatherings that are basically centered around drinking that is what we do <laughs> this is how we live that's why I have a severe alcohol issue um, since our time together. I know about Penn State. I watched Paterno oh. on HBO. <laughs> That's a good way to learn about the school. <laughs> on HBO, I watched. Hated that movie. You guys have a lot of spirit. Hated that movie. <laughs> Al Pacino was great. They made, well, he made him too bumbling. Too what? He made him too old and bumbling. Incoherent. To me, it let him off the hook. Really? I mean, if we want to go into a movie review about a pedophile <laughs> movie, um, <laughs> this, is a, this is a very harsh yeah, right on this podcast. I'm saying everything I know at Penn State, I've learned from the movie Paterno. So. There's, a, there's a documentary that's a way better version. I'm just, I don't drink Penn State Kool-Aid. Okay. I think there's so many parallels between the Catholic Church and Penn State. I've written about it in the past. I got a lot of hate mail. People are very passionate about this. Yeah, I yeah. mean, the one thing from the movie that surprised me was all the students just like, Route, mob like mentality mob well th- the, i mean look at what's going on thing. in the world in general like yeah. you know listen we can't even use straws anymore what the fuck is going on i know it's so, a tough it's a tough life that one we turtle had a straw in its nose and i gotta fucking <laughs> drink out of a napkin now uh <laughs> we all have to pay <laughs> we just lost all our turtle fans Sorry, uh, guys. we're both almost Dog 25 fans and turtle fans or i have to go elsewhere now <laughs> it's a big <laughs> We lost a lot of animal people today. Indeed. By being Penn Staters and living in the city, we find ourselves together at a lot of social gatherings that are basically centered around drinking. Since our time together, there has been several times where my boyfriend has gotten so drunk that he severely embarrassed me to the point where some of my friends don't want to hang out with us anymore because it's too much to be around him. For example, he's gotten so drunk that he peed outside in public multiple times after going out with me. And one time he even got caught by the NYPD. It was horrifying. Are we dating? No. (laughs) (laughs) Is this this my girlfriend? Uh, No. He also gets mean drunk. Okay, this is more serious than the prior paragraph. The paragraph is just a good Saturday. Yeah, I've (laughs) I've peed outside. I've gotten caught 
by pe- police. Okay. He also gets mean drunk. That's a problem. Mm-hmm. And has slammed cab doors in my face or let me left me at the bar alone because he's blacked out. An important detail is that no one is ever on his level of drunk. I've had serious talks with him before about how I can to- can't tolerate his behavior and that I don't want to be involved with someone who is so immature, puts me in a dangerous situations. He agrees and always says he will be better at controlling himself, but after a few weeks, he's back on his bullshit. But this time, he may have pushed it too far. Oh, shit. This is going to get serious, huh? Yeah. Uh, this Labor Day weekend, he got so drunk that he peed into my friend's kitchen sink. <laughs> That's kind of funny. All right, well, I'm still... Now I'm back on the side. No, I'm kidding. Our parents are close family friends, and it's technically her parents' house. He didn't remember doing it, but thought it was hilarious when he found out. <laughs> I am so mortified. My friend caught him in the act, and then he had to clean it out, clean up after him. I'm afraid it will ruin our friendship and our, of our family's friendship. The worst part is he's be, is that he's blaming the incident on sleepwalking Ugh. and refuses to admit that he drank too much. We've had, we had day, been day drinking and kept drinking into the night, but he kept drinking when everyone else took a break. He's never slept walked before, and the incident happened only 30 minutes after we got home from the bar. I think it's absolutely pathetic that he can't even own up that he was drinking. It was drinking related, and I'm honestly worried he has a problem. What would you do? He clearly has no respect for me, right? Uh, I don't know about that. Um, I love him so much, but these drunk episodes are definitely becoming a pattern, a scary one. I can't keep believing he'll act better if he doesn't step up, right? I feel like taking him places is now a risk uh, that he'll get too drunk and ruin the event again. I'm his girlfriend, not a babysitter. I like to drink and have fun, and he's ruining it, and I want to be able to take my boyfriend to my cousin's wedding without worrying he's going to throw up on the bride or something terrible. Please help. Thanks. I think this is a classic case of someone not knowing how to transition from college drinking to real world drinking. Okay. Or like thinking about really just thinking about drinking. Sometimes sure. I feel like we're so when it comes to drinking, <clears throat> we're so in our like used to whatever we've been doing that sure. we don't reassess like, is this working for me? Is this mm-hmm. not like, should I alter my behavior in some way? Yeah. And the worst part for me about this guy is that he's not, owning up to his shit Mm -hmm. it's okay to like kind of get really drunk and fuck up sometimes yeah that like happens to the best of us i think it's more like it's consistent it sounds like drinking is a very big part of his life so what's the frequency here of the issue it's probably like more than yeah 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 yeah. if he if this guy got drunk once every six months and he became an asshole i'd be like okay it happens every that, like, every six you know, months. Like yeah, it's, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. a bad habit. It's not that uh, it doesn't happen that often. This feels like more of an issue, right? This seems like something that's frequent and actually can affect your day to day life because he, you guys drink a lot. Yeah, I mean, I went to Penn State. I know how. I, listen, I don't think Penn State drinks more than any other school. Don't write me your fucking thing about Wisconsin and how much you fucking drink. I don't give a shit. Um, <laughs> everyone's got, it always becomes a competition with schools. Right. So now that we're not, these, we're not getting it. Yeah. 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 I'm not getting into that. What I will say is I know the hangouts they're having. I know why they're getting together. I know where they're drinking. I know how the daytime goes to the Jared's nighttime. Like, I'm there in the corner. I'm you there in the corner. Yeah. I'm, I'm hiding behind a bush yeah. trying to live with you guys and be 25 again. Um, the problem becomes is, what you're saying with the college transition to real world drinking is that to me, more of the issue is that he's drinking when everyone else isn't drinking or he's like much, right. He's much drunker than everyone, else. much drunker than everyone else. He's right. not staying in line with everyone else. This guy has a problem. Right. He has a drinking problem. 
Um, and you can't, the problem is at this age and with the culture you're around, people minimize it. Right, because they see everyone else who is drinking. We're all drinking. Just because this we're is, all drinking doesn't mean we're all like being affected by alcohol the same way. Absolutely. There's some people that are going to bed at eight and going, I'm done with the night. And some people are coming home uh, drunk at eight and pulling up a bottle of vodka and drinking half of it and then going to bed. Right. So, and listen, I have my own issues. Like I'm drink. I'm a drinker. I've, I'd love to drink less. I've been an embarrassing person. I've been the person that's had to reflect in the morning. I've been this guy. Uh, I've peed in a few sinks. I've been this person too. I can totally relate to this. I think I've mentioned this earlier where I discovered when upon dating my boyfriend that I would get drunk and be really mean and just like kind of like berate him and yeah. just be like, terrible and i've gotten a little i've gotten better at that and what i did because the relationship actually is important to me and it bothers the person that i'm with to be treated terribly (laughs) is to reassess and to be like i think and you told me this the last time like why do i need to be drinking that much if i'm around people who are my friends yeah and i'm already like we get along and like i'm not i'm not in a situation where i don't know anyone and i feel socially uncomfortable and it's just the kind of thing where you can and occasionally i still do fuck up yeah listen Um, we're all gonna mess up but I, I think it's more like the the idea of like, are you listening to this person when they're telling you how your actions are affecting them? He's not listening. So right. that's she's already had the conversation with him. My advice to her is that you need to stop talking about this like it's a, a funny problem and start talking about it like it's a serious problem. Right. Because right now he might be seeing it as, oh, I got too drunk at the Penn State party. He's not seeing it as I got too drunk at the life Right. <laughs> you know, like, yeah. and for, listen, I, I live by this. I don't think anyone makes changes until their pants don't fit. Right. No they one starts to, losing weight. They have to decide it on their own. Until they see their fat fucking face in a Facebook picture. Right. No one starts going on the diet until their pants don't fit. This guy, you need to have your own version of pants not fitting. Right. No one leaves a toxic relationship until they, because someone told them to. Yes. So for her, I think you have to be a little more drastic. I think you have to say to him what you wrote to us here. I have a cousin's wedding coming up. I don't want to bring you because of your drinking. It's separating me from my friends. It's separating me from my family now. And I don't even know if we can be serious if you won't take this problem seriously. Right. That's all you can say. And you need to go find help. You need to go figure this out. I don't, if you can't handle drink, if you can't not get that drunk, then you got to stop drinking altogether. If you can figure out how to drink better, that is fine too. But you got to talk to someone, maybe a professional, and you got to like encourage them to go to professionals. Right. And you also have to say, I'm going to take a break from this relationship while you do that. Right. Because then it's not your problem. And if he can. And then if he really cares about the relationship and he cares about you more than the drinking, he'll fix it. Because it's not like you're, it's not like you're saying like stop drinking or I'm breaking up with you. It's more like your continuous drinking is having very negative effects on my life. And I am choosing to not put myself in that position. It's not like, oh, here's an ultimatum. And, but Um, you're not abandoning him. You're saying you will not realize you need help until something until your pants don't fit. Right. And the version of that is you leaving. And, Listen, I have family. My family drinks like crazy. You know, it's been around my whole life. This guy is, if he digs into it, he's going to go, oh, shit. You know, like, 
I have other people right. that deal with alcohol the same way. I have other people, and it's like you get mean. I don't. You're the person I don't want to be. You have to really get serious, right? It, it's it, not something you can brush over or like look at for like ten minutes. You need to like delve into it. But I can understand the way she's probably presenting it is in these Penn State terms, which I totally get. What's the Penn State lingo? Well, the, just the idea that like that's what we do. We go out on for football games and we get fucking wasted, and right. then we still go out at night. We don't know if there's extracurricular drugs going on with this. Like for him to keep up that pace, there might be. Um, it all goes together, and like, and there is a. I just know I hang out with these people too. I know the friend. I know the people she's hanging out with. So like, it. Penn State also like the minute they lose their first game of the season, the hangout stops kind of. Right. You know. So you so want to like, like get it all in there. The party at every football game is the part, and all big schools have this, where until you lose a game. Every Saturday is an excuse to get together and get fucked up. And then the minute they lose and you're out of the, like, the championship race, so to speak, the party gets less and less and this kid will still be fucking boozing. Right. You know? So I think that's good advice. That's I mean, that's the only advice. I I don't know what else to tell her. And she's probably afraid to leave him because she's like, I found this great guy. And it's like, but it's this one thing. Right. And this is saying, a red flag deal breaker saying. situation. If, it's, if, it's, if you found this great guy and once every six months he gets really drunk and does something embarrassing, like... Whatever, one thing. maybe like the pee in the sink thing. Right. That doesn't if that matter to me. That happened as an isolated incident. Yeah, I yeah. think that would be fine. Like totally. whatever. We all have our thing occasionally, but if it's like this weekend, if he's in the sink next, the in the sink next weekend, he slams the cab door in your face. It's like an ongoing. The the world, you know, the internet world doesn't live in nuance. This is a very nuanced situation. Right. You have th- you have a whole case written up to go to him with. Go to him with the case. See a professional. Yes. We'll be right back with the girls from Girls Gotta Eat. Boom. Summer is just around the corner, so it's time to say goodbye to those jackets and sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. I wanted to update my wardrobe for the long haul without spending a fortune. Luckily, I found Quince. Now I have a lineup of timeless pieces I want that will keep me looking fresh year after year. I'm wearing a Quince sweater literally right now. They make the best cashmere sweaters and they're so well-priced. It's like, honestly, my dream store. I also have an amazing down comforter from them. They cut out the middleman and they really just give you these really, really high quality items that last a long time and that they're at an amazing price point. Quince has amazing items like premium European linen dresses, blouses and shorts from $30, washable silk tops, timeless 14 karat gold jewelry, and so much more. The best part, all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. So you can feel good about what you're wearing on every level. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash UUP for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash UUP to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash UUP. Nothing gives me naked confidence like really nailing a tough workout. There's a real sense of power that comes from pushing your body to its limits and conquering it like a champ. But a very close second, Lumi Whole Body Deodorant. It's the game-changing whole body deodorant for those who love feeling confident from head to toe. And you up listeners can now receive a special offer. New customers get 15% off all Lumi products with our exclusive code and link. Use code UUP at LumiDeodorant.com. L-U-M-E-D-E-O-D-O-R-A-N-T.com. Making sure that I smell good is like one of my top things to feel confident. If I'm scared that I might be like having an odor, that is going to totally throw off my confidence. So I love Lumi so I can feel confident that I'm smelling fresh every day. 
way. Lumi is seriously safe to use anywhere on your body. Yes, anywhere. It's baking soda-free, paraben-free, and pH-balanced for safe use below the belt. Lumi is formulated and powered by mandelic acid to stop odor before it starts. More like a pre-odorant. It's clinically proven to block odor all day and control odor for up to 72 hours. Choose from a variety of bright scents like clean tangerine, lavender sage, or toasted coconut. Lumi's starter pack is perfect for new customers. It comes with a solid stick deodorant, cream tube deodorant, two free products of your choice, like mini body wash and deodorant wipes, and free shipping. As a special offer for our listeners, new customers get 15% off all Lumi products with our exclusive code. And if you combine the 15% off with the already discounted starter pack, that equals over 40% off their starter pack. Use code UUP for 15% off your first purchase at lumideodorant.com. That's code UUP at L-U-M-E-D-E-O-D-O-R-A-N-T.com. Hello and welcome back to the U Up podcast. Uh, I'm Jared Freed again, and I'm Jordana Abraham again. <laughs> Sorry, this is this is weird. We're we're, we're reintroducing right now. ourselves. We're very excited. Uh, we have two very special guests uh, from. Uh, thank you guys for coming. Girls Got to Eat podcast. Yes, thank you guys thanks for, coming for having on. us. Thank you for having us. So happy to have you guys. Are you so are glad you, to be here? Um, you guys ready to do some emails with us? We're really excited. We listen to your show. We're big fans. Yeah, so we're and we had to you be guys on ours a couple weeks ago. Yeah. So now we're we're doing it. This One is, big yes, family. That was so family. fun. One Definitely big listen to Girls Got to Eat podcast. Where can they find you guys? <laughs> iTunes, Spotify, all the things everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. All the, the places podcasts. podcasts, podcasts are I'm at top sold. of the charts. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so go follow. Go support. Yes. Um, and it I had such a good time on your podcast and people do, still love it so much it's like one of our top episodes i love coming <laughs> he explained on. all of like the worst male behavior he just told us all the secrets i get a, and people came to shows they were like i heard you and girls gotta eat i was wow. like that's great so thank you guys warning uh, you're doing you're doing a ton for the for the female gender i'm trying like. my best i feel yeah. like a spy that's on the turned on yeah. my own yeah we right. named the episode why do guys do this shit and we like doubled the amount of clicks we got on any other <laughs> <That's episode. amazing. laughs> Great title. yeah I, I had someone they're like they're like uh, it's just so funny because a lot of men when we do the live shows mm-hmm. i'll say something and you'll see the women be like like look at me flabbergasted and then and i see like, some of the dudes of are like yeah of course that's right <laughs> I, I did have a few guys be like i can't believe he's saying this shit like, <laughs> like, why would he do this to us <laughs> but then the girls are like our lives are changed forever so yeah. you're doing the well, lord's work forever I think. well <laughs> just call him jesus jared yeah right but jesus freed <laughs> it's uh we're happy to have you guys here let's do some emails let's do some emails all right um uh, our first email our only email. <laughs> uh, hi, Jordan and Jared. Love listening and hear bo- hearing both of your perspectives. I think you will find this story juicy and nonetheless messed up. Recently, I went to a wedding and I met what seemed to me the perfect guy, other than the fact that he lived in a different state. He was in his 30s, seemed more mature and genuine. He made the first move right away to get a drink at the bar. He says from the second he saw me, he thought I was beautiful and had to meet me. At this point, I had my guard up about what his intentions were. But as the night continues, I I really felt a connection as well. He saved me in his phone under future wife, asked to meet my parents who were at the wedding to introduce himself. We went the entire night laughing and having a blast and taking cute photos in the photo booth. After the wedding, he dropped me off at my apartment with just a kiss goodnight. To my surprise, he buys a plane ticket for two weeks out to come and visit me. Wow. I saw him make the purchase. No refunds. 
and I told him you would need to get <laughs> the, de- the details that people provide. The, this is right? this is definitely a Jewish chick. I gotta say, to, to no no refunds, no refunds. Right. Right. I'm sitting here like I wrote this. Yeah, yeah, this sounds like every aunt in my life. Like just no refunds. So you know it's real. Yeah. So I know, like she would like. I, so I that's like a marriage. Right. That's like a, a marriage license. Yes. I yeah. She's you were gonna have in. to pay a lot to get yeah. out of this one. You can't just leave me now. Delta ain't letting you change this shit. <laughs> and I told him he would need to get a hotel rather than stay with me. Got to make him work for oh, it. Oh, good for her. Good girl. Okay. The next ah, th- fuck that. <laughs> fuck that. We'll get, we'll get into it. Got to make him work for it. He bought a flight. What a Delta non- Comfort? A non-refundable flight. Yeah. Delta he spent the whole night with her parents at the wedding. Yeah, he put in the, he, he the hard hat. You know, he's your wife. He's a little bit of a red flag. Oh, a huge red flag. Totally. Yeah. The next day before his flight, he says he needs to see me and spend more time together. We spend the entire day together. He insists he is serious about making this work and getting to know each other more. From then on, these last two weeks have been up and down. For the first week and a half, he was great, sending me adorable selfies and texts, saying he's so excited to see me soon. I never texted him first. He would always be overly communicative, which felt great. The last five days, he started being distant. I could sense something was up. I told him pretty directly that I could feel something was different and he shouldn't feel obligated to visit me, but he still insisted that he's excited. He's just overwhelmed with work. This past Friday night, the night of his flight, I got a text that his parents last minute want to visit him this weekend for the Jewish holiday. Oh. I knew they were Jews. <laughs> I did, I, you did know it. I knew it. You got a detective. I can always smell a Jew. <laughs> and he can, I can say that. I can smell the hopa from a mile away. Jared smelled the lockers while you're I the yarmulke on this email. She gave it away with the no refunds. The no refunds. I felt it. Um, anyway, his parents want to visit him this weekend for the Jewish holiday. They will pay for him to rebook his flight. I was very disappointed and confused. Why would he play mind games with me, go through the effort to talk to me and be so romantic to n- just not follow through? I'm writing this off as guys are assholes and I'm looking for some clarity. Thank you. So, All right. So he never came, right? Like, no, he I think he never he comes. Come or he came. Yeah. Yeah. So I want to say right up top, the Chicago, I think a Chicago lot of together. girls experience these kind of situations where like a guy's into them and into them and into them and all right. of a sudden like something weird happens and you're like, I didn't even, I wasn't the instigator of this. You, you were. Pursued you pursued this. Right. right. And yeah. then like, what the hell like happened? The and, switch. and I think that her attitude about this right off the bat is good. She's just like, you know, I'm just going to write this off as he's kind of a jerk, whatever. I'm not going to like put that much stock into it. Right. Um, I but think it still like kind of eats you a little bit. Like, especially if you're a little younger and you haven't been through enough of the bullshit you're like why why and why that's why we this? have jared yeah right, right. <laughs> well what do you what do you think about the fact that the the flight like you think the pan, the the parents canceling the flight thing is bullshit? Oh, that seems like an excuse this was over the minute she said get a hotel room <laughs> oh this was that's the minute this ended there's a he wait did they, did they have sex at the wedding sorry i need to i didn't, didn't know she said they just, said they just made out well that's why i feel like you sh- that's why you do put a guy in a hotel because if he's in, he's staying at your place I don't know. She should have given him a hand job at the wedding. Okay. She should have just offered to, get, to split the hotel. Get the juice out of his brain. No, she wanted to. I know, but I'm saying like, you know. She's saying he's saying all this stuff because he hasn't come yet. He hasn't come yet. And the minute he, he basically, like to me, he met you. He thought you were great. But this was, there's a, there's this like fine line of like, you want casual and serious at the same time. Like, I do believe that he's like, I like this girl, but she's a flight away. Um, I definitely want to be physical with her. I definitely want to be like, you know, I, I think I would have fun the morning after. That's why I would even make this trip. But he's also like, I don't know if I, beyond that, I don't know. Change his mind. And this is the thing. He, he know. I think when he saw the hotel room come up, 
there was no option for this being casual. Right. There, this, yeah, he had to either date her. Date her or, or not. not. Come. Yeah. yeah. And so, and, and it was it was not like, this will be fun and flirty and, and a cool experience that we'll both look back on fondly. This will either be, I am your husband or I am evil. But I don't want to shame her for the hotel thing. I, here's no, I think she's, I, I understand I think that's why she, she wants. Right. So yeah, that's, that's what she wants. Right. So I think she did, she made the right move. Totally. Because well, right what she wants what is What I would have done is offer to split a hotel together. stay in the hotel stay together. Stay with the hotel with move. him. Mm. He knows he's getting fucked at the hotel. You don't have to have a person in your space that's just like on top of you. But you know what I like about her is that that was her standard. Her standard, and she stuck to it. She goes, "I'm gonna, my standard, and everyone has their own standard. I'm not saying that that's the standard. I'm saying... Well, she's, her, maybe she's trying to weed him out. Right. She's like you're trying, saying, yeah. Right. This no, weeded him out. This got him to be like... It, it, it's it's we it's it's kind of like a pain tolerance thing. You know, where you go, uh, uh, this hurts, this hurts, but I'll keep going. This hurts, but I'll keep going. Oh, uh, no, this hurts too much. I'm going to go away. Yeah. And he kind of... this. He went to the end with it, and he was like, oh, well... I'm not, this isn't going to be, because to she, me, wait, she made him think like, like a month ahead, essentially. Yeah. She, she basically made him think, what, what are you going to do after you leave? Right. And, and it's not going to be, oh, we're going to work this out and trying to get to know each other more. It could be, hey, this was fun, but I'm going to be looking for chicks in my own town that is in a flight away. Yeah. And she kind of, and, and I, so I don't think like she's wrong. I also don't think. He's that much of like a. I just think he he wanted to be a nice guy. All the other stuff is so annoying though. Like it the future annoying. wife. Shut the fuck right. up. Like the future wife thing. Major like, red flag. I'm like eye yeah. rolling. Like right. my eyes are back in my head. Like meeting any, the parents. Meeting I mean, the this, parents. We, shut up. We just kind of talked about this on on your show to to open the curtains up to let people know. We taped each segment together here, but we did have a certain conversation that relates to this, where it's like, guy, you you know, Jordana always talks about emotional masturbation. With right. women, where you're like, you guys have had the whole. Right, sorry, go ahead, go ahead. It's basically emotional masturbation is like instead of like a guy will he's masturbating, he's imagining having sex with you. You're imagining this like life that you're having together, where you're going to be dating and you're gonna be in a relationship and all you know your kids' names. She's already and, and mapped that. out the Instagram right. post. She's yeah. mapped out the you know the what she's gonna say at the, the brunch, trip. the trip. <laughs> she's mapped out right. this whole thing in her head, and that's totally fine because we can all dream. We can all, you know, but and and he knows that's what she wants. That's why he said, "Future wife, you're at a wedding." So even more than right. that, oh yeah. Now you've like put gasoline on the yeah. fire. The masturbation it, level is high. The yeah, masturbation level. He's trying to get your dick wet at the wedding. He's trying to get his dick wet at the wedding. He's trying to like have sex. That's right. fine. Don't buy the plane ticket. Just don't yeah. buy it. Just don't well, the plane he's ticket. He's also drunk, like... but he's drunk. He's already put it in the phone. Oh, yeah. I missed that part. He's drunk when he buys I'm, the I'm plane. I was the end of the, the night. She's, yeah. He's showing night. her. He's showing her that yeah, I got the thing. That for night. sure. Like you know, like that's. Yeah. This is oh, all wow. like in right. the moment. I'm drunk. I'm full of cum, and I want to fucking make you. I and also it gets guys off to see that we're getting the girl. Totally. Right? So like this whole thing of him being like future wife, meeting the parents. Look at how much I'm making her wet with right. this shit. I'm right. I'm curious like, how how much the flight was. Like how much he was, he was willing to spend. <laughs> I, mean, I know what the Round flight trip. was. His parents aren't paying. Can eat the two fifty. It's fine. <laughs> 
know how much he spent that night to try to have sex with her. He was like, he's at a wedding. look he's at this bar. Delta open bar. Yeah, like, yeah. He's, he's saving money this weekend. And there was like some weird stuff at the end where he was like, and my parents are going to rebook me. Shut up. What? My right. parents. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Unnecessary yeah. over for me. If somebody's like, my parents are going to rebook me. Oh, like you told your dad My dad's going to get me out of this one. My dad's going to get me out of this one. What a way to drive girl up to be like no daddy's gonna figure it out he's got miles that can he's cover got miles. it not only am i not seeing you but my yeah. parents help facilitate this it's, so I, I feel for this girl That's it. but like she can't lose any sleep over it right yeah I feel no, like it has nothing to do with her it has to do with i think she made all the right moves yeah i think she made the right moves for her Right, and and that's to say to all the other women out there, like I say, the hand job thing is a joke, but like that hand job would have would have been he would have gotten done with that hand job and be like, yeah, I'll buy it tomorrow. I'll send you the receipt instead of showing her that he bought it just then. <laughs> right. You know? Well, I just I appreciate what you said on past episodes of you up like you sh- those things can go a long way like a hot steamy makeout like a hand job whatever like that's gonna last that guy until he comes back for more sure yeah, so, I, some, yeah. she should have done not she should have you should do what you feel comfortable with i would have done something whether there was penetration or not well, I think her yours. thought was like i'm gonna find out if he's just in this for the sex by not having sex with him yeah and then she, she found, found out. out that she found out that he was it cost him a little more money than it cost yeah. her but I think like if you have if you want if you're interested in a serious relationship, then not having sex with someone is the best way to find out if they're interested in one too. Absolutely. Yeah. And and you know what we talk about the cost. It was a lot cheaper for him to cancel that flight than it was to make three more trips to True. fucking soften the blow of him ending this. Yeah. Right. You know, like he would have had to make three more flights to go to, you know, the 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 initial flight for the first hookup, the second flight for the second hookup, and then the third flight for the Acting weird on the trip the before the breakup. Plus <laughs> hotels. The weird trip. Yeah. How many? The one, the one where he doesn't want to have sex for some reason, <laughs> and he disappears in the bathroom to masturbate just so he doesn't f- fucking. Ashley's fuck been you. on that trip. Oh, thanks. <laughs> you have you? No, when have you, you went down trip? and didn't want to have this. I've done that trip. Me. I was the weirder person. This is the slow I've fade trip. I've done the slow fade trip. Yeah, and I just laughed. I was like, I gotta go. My dog's sick. My dog, who's like in New York, I was in Miami. I was like, I gotta go. And you were with this guy. I was in his apartment. But you were like, had hooked up before. It was my third trip. And third trip, and then you're like, I don't want to be with this person. Me. So I'm gonna get weird about sex. Yep, didn't have sex Friday night. Left Saturday night. We all do this move. <laughs> this is the classic slow fade where you just go. Now I'm just not feeling right. Yep. Like I turn into a girl on a period tired. when I don't want to fuck I was you tired. anymore. I was like, I was cramped. I just don't know. And then I walk away, and then go. It's okay. It's okay. And then I just freak out and oh, cry. But when I got out there, best here. feeling of my life. Right. Am I right? I went to my. I was the like, best. Oh, yeah. Wheeled my suitcase out of that condo. Was like, whew, it's over. But that's the thing. You, I'm safe now. What you want to do is get far enough away from the hookup. Yeah. To be like okay with ending it. <laughs> as bad as that sounds. Right. That's what you always say. You have to make the last time that you had sex long enough ago that it's not. That it's not that you had, that you got one last one It's not that you were in it for the sex. Yes. Right. yes. So to this girl, you saved yourself a lot more. The frustration she feels about how this went down is so much less than the frustration she would have felt if she if had this, invested like three months in it. Yeah. Absolutely. Dodged a bullet. Dodged a bullet. And... 
Listen, I would you guys like? Do you guys get into this at weddings? Like, do you guys go to weddings and be like, I meet a guy? I think that you're drinking and you're dancing. There is this like funny fantasy of like, mm -hmm. there's this is all around us, and somebody starts joking that I, I'm pretty easy. It's I mean, all, it's all you have to say. I, I don't yeah. know. At this like, when I was in my twenties, like this, the future wife shit would have been like, oh my god. But now I'm like, fuck off. Like, I just can't. It all right. like is very it's weird very, to me. You're full of shit. You I just think it's thing. a move. You know like, what I think? The 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 mo the le less talked about reason why weddings are so good is for hooking up is because everyone there is a referral of the people you know right so like everyone be that bad. if you were invited right. yeah. you must be okay you're yeah. friends with my friend it's like a sorority mixer totally i think there are a lot of good relationships to start from weddings absolutely because sure. you meet people that your friends like it's, right. it's, it's not in not the bubble done. you know what it is it's a setup without being set up yeah the worst part about weddings is as you get older What's happened to me a lot is you go to these weddings and the single people become somewhat of mini celebrities at these weddings because everyone's tired of their relationship. You know, everyone that's in relationship. They want to live like, vicariously they, through. Oh, they, shut they the see, fuck up. I hate when people say that the, to me. It is. Somebody but at weddings, they me, do it all the, the time. The last wedding I went to, some guy came up to me and said, you know, I listened to your podcast. And I have to tell you, it's just, I, I live vicariously through you because I'm married <laughs> to the kid. I was like, shut the fuck I, up. I'm fine with that. I'm like, give me a mic. I'll do it. I'll do a quick set. I love to headline a wedding. Tell me more about your fuck ups. You know, it's like, they. but I'm saying at the weddings, though, they come up to you and they go, you know who else is single and it becomes like and then but as you get older there's like you know one other person single like and now the two people are like in this weird like you're a zoo animal zoo, yeah experiment right. Right. like they're trying to get two dogs to make a new breed there's a cam like the Shake Shack cam to watch the seals it works for me Summer. but I always feel in a position as a guy like, yeah like, I always have sex yeah, with that person I'll but, fuck her yeah. but I'm like but I'm always in that position where you know when your friends like you know when you have that annoying friend that's like, you two will go good together, and you're like, yeah, stop it. You know, like, <laughs> right. I, 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 they don't, they probably want nothing to do with me. You're making this weird. It's always made weird. Yeah, because if people are bored with their lives, and <laughs> they want to focus on yours. Especially married men lose game immediately. Like, man, my buddy, I was once in a bar with my buddy, and he's like, married kids. And uh, I'll never forget this. He's, and he, He's been married a long time, so like, and these girls come up and we're just talking to these girls, and he just says nothing. All of a sudden, he just goes, "Hello, governor." <laughs> I remember this. And then I go, like, so "What so the fuck was what? that? Why are you British now?" What? And then the what girl, happens, and you're out of the you're out of the game too. You have no idea right. how to talk so to him. So embarrassing. And the girl, one of the girls, looks at me and goes, "Did he just have a British accent? What is he British?" What the fuck is going on? Did he say governor? Experimenting. Ew, yeah. I'm like cringing because I know what you mean. It's, it's bad. They lose so, it all. Lose it right away. You know that feeling when you're going on your first date with the person you've been seriously crushing on and realize you have absolutely nothing to wear? Maybe you find yourself wishing you had the perfect pair of jeans, the one you can fancy up, fancy down, and just look better every time you wear them. Well, that's why you need to check out Lee Denim. I love Lee Denim. I'm wearing them today in the office. I'm wearing their jeans. I love, they also have this other pair that I have at home that I'm really excited to wear. It's like a little baggier, but it's still so comfortable and yet it's still so flattering. I don't know how they do it. Every time you wash it, they also look even better. And I love that they flatter every body type. Denim trends come and go, but Lee is legendary for creating denim cuts that fit your body. Their denim gets better with age and their classics fit into every look. Lee's denim jacket is the one to reach for without fail. A classic. The Ryder jean jacket is the OG, what every other brand has copied for decades. 
Everyone is an icon in their own right, and Lee makes denim so people can own their style and feel good in their clothes. Their spring collection is here, so get the freshest looks and cuts before anyone else. You can find your Lee fits by visiting lee.com. That's lee.com to shop spring looks now. Let's play some games. We're super pumped to have the girls from Girls Gotta Eat, Ashley and Raina. Thank you guys for coming on. Thank you for having us. We're going to play some games. Let's do it. Do some red flag deal breaker. Um, If you don't know the game and you're just recently starting the podcast, red flag means everything is perfect. Yes. Everything's perfect. You're dating someone. Everything's going great. Then this one thing happens. Is it something where you put up a red flag and you just keep going? Or is it a deal breaker? Are you fucking done? Okay. So you want me to read it? Sure. Suggest Jekyll and Hyde for your first dinner date. Have you ever been there? What's that? It's like a themed kids restaurant. It's like kids. scary based mm-hmm. off. Oh, it's not for kids. My parents took me. We, oh, I I'm from Pittsburgh. Oh, my parents used to oh. take me there and we would come up to New York. It's like a, yeah. a themed it's like a Times Square thing. Like, so it's like going to Times Square for your first date. Yes. So Essentially. But it's like a themed restaurant. Right. There's like people in costume. Really? Yes. Yeah. For kids. Mostly. Could I, be fun. Could um, be fun for like a twentieth date. I'm like horrified. Yes, I agree. But you know, could you're, be like fun. as a joke. As could a be joke. fun. You're drunk and like you're with your your boyfriend. You're in a relationship. You're like, let's sure. do something weird. Tonight. Or like how you get high and go or something. Getting right. high and go. Right. Yeah. You know what? There's a certain age where this type of date for me becomes a little like I don't know if I could do it. Like yeah. if I was high there, I'd be thinking. What are you like seventeen? Uh, what's ahead? What are they just that seventeen? Seventeen. Well, at, at whatever point that. I started paying rent for an apartment. This would make me feel weird. Okay. Well, also, my question is, is this ironic? Because I love if a guy's like, let's go to Red Lobster on a first date. Like, that's funny to me. Do you actually go? I'll go. I'll like, go I think that's it like hasn't a, happened. I think that it hasn't happened. It's, I've heard of it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> it's never happened to me. I think it's funny. If you're like, a, I, if, that, if, if it's think, ironic. Does he think it's funny? That's what I'm, my question that's is. Question, is he right. serious or not? Well, this is suggests. Jekyll and Hyde like throwing for it your out first there. date. It sounds like it was not a joke to me. Like it mm, sounds right. like to me this was not an ironic let's go to Red Lobster and True. you know eat some biscuits. Oh those biscuits. Is it a red flag or deal breaker? Guy says to you No just a red flag. It's a red flag. I mean I'm in my 30s I can't be like writing guys off or shit like that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going. I'm going <laughs> to Jekyll and Hyde. <laughs> See I think it's more of a deal breaker to be offended by the suggestion of Jekyll yeah, and Hyde. Yeah, like you have no oh, sense really? of humor. Yeah. Like, you couldn't go along with this. Like, I also... But you're gonna, then you have to go. This is your first dinner date. It's not like I'm I, gonna... If I'm bringing this up as a date, I'm doing it as a... Ju- like, I just think it'd be fun. But the person really wants to go there. All right, but I, I, can, I can have three drinks anywhere. In a trough. <laughs> I'll put on a... I can have three drinks anywhere. It's like the, On uh, your tombstone. <laughs> <laughs> I could have three drinks anyway. I like that. It's died in 2020. Had three drinks had everywhere. Three drinks everywhere. <laughs> I don't know. I, she I, realized Raina, she has no class. Yeah. No. <laughs> Raina died single. She'd have d- three drinks anywhere. <laughs> Such a, I, I, it's, it's a red flag for me, but I, I think it's more of a, if a, if someone was to be, if, who was I talking to? They were going on a date. And they were like, can you believe they brought this place up as the date? And I go, well, your response to a place, just say like, hey, I go there every day after work. 
what well, let's do something different like yeah you can right. these are all subtle contracts that we're yeah people presenting are just throwing other. things out there to see if you're like reacting well, to them and just a you need to go way. i mean i need more context like that's not a reason to write somebody off i don't think if he's no. super weird at the date then yeah but like you know what a reason to write someone off is no plan yeah <laughs> right <laughs> no plan. he's suggesting places he this made, the, he made the, the reservation the that's bar it. is yeah. so low like yeah. i'm going let's <laughs> go all right let's do another one you okay <laughs> their favorite movie is paul blart Mar- mall cop oh, legitimately shit. also not a joke also not, not a joke, joke. I, feel, I feel like we're just not gonna vibe you know really it's not like a deal breaker in any way because like i hear you, you ever judge someone for liking something terrible I judge everybody for everything all the time. I'm Jewish, <laughs> so that's fair. I think I would. What Raina said, like, no, someone's favorite movie is not like, oh god, I can't date them. We're probably just not gonna vibe, though. So are you guys out? No, I mean, I would just. I'll, I'll see. I mean, again, yeah. we're it's in our thirties. That, that in itself is not the deal breaker. <laughs> no, no. I agree. It's a, it's a red flag. My boyfriend likes right. some so, weird sorry, shit. Red flag. Yeah. See, he likes magic. This is another one where I'm like, I'm more mad for someone. I would be. It would be a deal breaker for me someone to get weird about the movies i like right like my family's favorite movie is uh vegas vacation and it's like that's a bad movie but we watch it to like we watch that movie together like as a family like dying like we're stupid people like we you know i'm looking around it's like where's the bookshelf no we're gonna watch vegas vacation you You know like hate books so i i Like I Vegas Vacation and House Guests with Simbad. It's like my family's two I'm favorite so down movies. With House Guests. Love those movies. Yeah. Pittsburgh as a Pittsburgh person, you should love that movie. Why? It was filmed in Sewickley. Uh, so, so I with uh, Shaquille O'Neal. It's Simbad. It's Simbad. Okay, I'm oh. gonna throw something back <laughs> that makes at you. More sense. What I think would be weird is if somebody said to me like, "My family and I just is like an uplifting thing. Like we love to watch Schindler's List together. Like to me, that oh, would my be family, weird. Like, kind of is like that. For me. <laughs> So I am very dark. <laughs> Jordana's Hanukkah tradition. That is my mom. My no joke. My mom is an OBGYN. My grandma was her office manager and she was like obsessed with the Holocaust. And she would put that on in the waiting room That's as the waiting room movie. I can swear you to God. Imagine I swear. Waiting for your gynecologist appointment. And the Holocaust and is the on Holocaust loop. Is on I swear loop. To God. She's like, they should know. She they used, should know. She used to put the German patients at the back of the, the, the list continuously. Oh my God. <laughs> this is the back of the office to walk in. You're going in for this, like, I would assume. To God. Very invasive <laughs> process. Like you're going in for an abortion yeah. and then the Holocaust <laughs> is on. My grandma's like a oh my, my grandma's literally was a, was a uh, Nazi hunter, essentially. That, so. that is the funniest thing. <laughs> Are you serious? I swear to God. This is true story. So you're walking in there, you're being like i don't know i might have chlamydia holy shit like, what's your life <laughs> swear to god she would look for the german last names they would continuously be put at the at the end at, at the end of the queue she's like i got a <laughs> list too exactly <laughs> throws them if you, if you want your pap smear that is how you're gonna have to fucking wait in my household hindenburg yes. <laughs> <laughs> that is it's over <laughs> I need. I wish I could have met your grandma. Now I want to. Yeah, same, now I want to meet same. this person. Uh, Miss her. What an office manager! That is a, a, a character out of a sitcom. That's You've a, never met yes. someone who gave That's less. That's a Seinfeld bucks. episode. <laughs> <laughs> Swear to God. 
I am Mr. Heimlich. Oh, well, she's the same woman I told you. I think I've told the story before where she was uh, her her parents were in a Polish shtetl and her her grandfather had said to her mother that she was going to marry Hyman, who was my great grandfather. Mm -hmm. And she said, I don't want to marry Hyman. And she and her father said to her, well, you've got two choices. You can marry Hyman Mm. or you can uh, drown yourself in the river. (laughs) And that was my grandparent, great grandparents' love story. Yeah, so, <laughs> that's how you get. That's wow. how you get that's to it. Schindler's List in the uh, in the waiting room. That's how you become a little bit hardened. Exactly. Just a tad. <laughs> I like the backstory. Now that I'm glad you told it. Well, it yeah. makes sense. Gives now it's yeah. all it's all coming together. And now dating's tough. You know, <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> 2018 right. is so tough. Jekyll and Hyde. Where? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was great. Yeah. <laughs> They don't own a class, so they only drink out of bowls. This is the next is the context. She writes the context. Oh, yes. I experienced this firsthand when I asked a guy I was hooking up with if I could have a glass of water after a night of heavy drinking. He came back with a bowl and said, I don't have a glass. Will this do? No. I proceeded to sip water from the bowl, miso soup style. He's so I mean, if this is a frat house, I might let it slide. But if this is like you're in the real world, I think it's I don't know, guys. Cups. I love cups. It's a pretty low bar. I I, I gotta say, I I have empathy for the dude. I've brought girls to my apartment and they've looked at it and went, nope. And then just turned around and walked out. No, how bad, how dirty. Is, how this bad is my old place. It was really, it was like bad. It got bad. And <laughs> and she literally got to the front door, looked for four seconds. Like oh my God. A four beat. And was just like, no, you, you lost a blowjob. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye. I'm not having. Ashley's hallway is like that too in your apartment. Oh yeah. No guy would get fucked at the, in my apartment. The, the girl wouldn't walk down the hallway. She'd be like, I'm going to definitely get serial murder. Amazing apartment, but you walked through a crime scene Always. to get to oh, it. Oh, really? Every door is caution taped. It's okay. That's how, that's oh how you weed them out. Like, every guy. Yeah. That's how you, you know. Well, no, finding, listen. There's she's... no hallway that would stop me from coming. No, that, but that's my best guy yeah. friend. My best guy friend's like, of course a guy's gonna walk through this, but no guy could get fucked back here. Like, yeah, the, yeah, the girl yeah, would yeah. hit the third caution tape door frame oh and be God. like, I'm not going any further. It's like the shining. You have to go through so many doors to get there. Only person on my floor. Really? Are you afraid to be there? No, the rest there's other people in the building I feel very safe you know I have a big dog whatever but it's the hallway is terrifying but my apartment's beautiful alright but cups if I got back there and there wasn't cups true I'm out. out you're out deal breaker no I can there's like again I'm in my 30s like I really have to let a lot of stuff go yeah but yeah. Cups I guess are bring your own cup well the idea that he wouldn't wash out an old he has cups Okay, you think he has cups. He's not drinking from bowls like a dog at all <laughs> right. parts he of the day. Be, to me, this is permeating into his life. To me, like, this is a this metaphor is for the rest of his life. Yeah, he's bigger. too lazy yes. to take a cup and go under the yeah. sink and do a little whoosh and then bring out a cup with water in it. That like, guy has cum sheets all over his That guy has yeah, cum all over If he won't everywhere. do that, what right. are you sleeping He's in? He's not right. going to get up to change the baby's diaper. No, he but ain't changing the baby's none diaper. None of the names in my phone are getting changed. <laughs> no. No, no, no. That apartment is full yeah. of No, cum. do not. Go There's yeah. pee next to the toilet on the floor. You know that bathroom. But as for me, if it's a girl, it's a red flag. But it's a big red flag. Because there is a point, like I... Now that I'm getting it, 22 year old me, don't give a fuck. 25 year old me, don't give a fuck. At 33, I'm like, I need someone to help take care of me. Right. So right. I'm trying to replace a mom. 
Right. So, we can't both be fucked up. Yeah, we here. can't both right. be this bad. I can't shake the like I wasn't even thinking like when you when you said dog. Like I'm picturing like a visual now I can't get out of my just head. Just lapping. Like, like, yeah, this lapping. kid is just lapping. You, what do you think? He's on the floor lapping up fucking water. He's just right. glassless his whole life. Last yeah. one. I meet a guy through through an app and are making plans to grab a first drink and see if we click. So far, messaging has been okay, so I'm not terribly excited, but hey, I'm recently single. Go get the drink. He suggests a place. I say great. He replies, let's meet at six seven. 17 p.m. It's not a typo. He truly suggests meeting at 6 17 p.m. When I ask why he why the odd time, he says it's fun to pick times nobody else chooses. <laughs> he's trying, oh, I'm, he's, oh, I'm going out with this trying to be funny. He's funny. Yeah. He's For trying to sure. do a bit. Yeah, I think that's fine. I'm he not also, going out with her if she doesn't think this is funny. Yeah, it I is, don't think they I think they might not be a match if she doesn't think this is I agree with you. Quirky you need to stop. I can see like the, the kind of person who's like, I need a time. I get where she's she coming has the time. from. He's just trying to be funny. This is one of those like creepy if you're Creepy if you're not into it. Hot if it's you not are. Hot if well, you're, what if yeah. you don't even know them yet? That's this what. Well, he, like, but right. she even wrote, "I meet a guy through an app, making plans, grab a first drink, and see if we click." So far, messaging has been okay, so I'm not terribly excited. You need. We mm. need to stop doing these unexcited dates, right? Because really, we're meeting more people than we ever have ever. That so doesn't mean not everyone's going to be a click. So you got to like these messages right. she happen should over be the out app because she is out. What's that? Like you're saying, like she is out. She's out, like basically before. She's like not. Yeah, in. she she's doesn't out. really want to go. This six seventeen thing. He probably. I've done this move actually, where I write, uh, like, but it was all always by mistake. So I'll type out, yeah, meet me at six seventeen, and I meant to write six or six twenty or six thirty, and that was a mistake. And then I just, you, you go, know, you, you go know, with comedy. Yep. You just yes and that. You double down. You know, on you it. double down on it, and it's funny for that. And you're saying the joke works, and you know, like that. To, he's trying to be yeah. likable. Yeah, and right. To me, it's funny. If she doesn't think it's funny, they're not a match. Let's not go on the date. Don't, Don't go, go on the, the date. date. I agree. Hey, yeah. I had something come up. Yeah. Just yeah. Like, the, a lot of women do this more than guys. Guys will do the cancel the flight. To do, was that this podcast? I keep getting them. Yeah, yeah that's just fine. <laughs> cancel the flight. <laughs> We've covered guys, a lot of ground. We just guys will cancel a flight to not because they know it won't work, and girls will go on the flight. Yeah. And this is this girl's going on the flight. And even though she's like, everything has told me that this will not work out, but I don't have a guy and everyone else does. So I have to fucking get a guy. And it's like, that might not be the right attitude to go through dating. Right. Yeah. 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 That doesn't seem very exciting and yeah. wanting to be around. Yeah. This is, you're not, you don't yeah. need a job. This isn't a job you need right. to pay rent. Don't go on the right. date. So. And I think if you're thinking of dating as a job, you're probably doing it wrong. You're fucked. You're fucked. Like second job. It's just not fun. It's gonna be, and and that like includes like someone sent me a message like, you know the the dating apps have become like a job. Then fucking delete them. Take a break. Right. Right. You know this girl sounds like she needs a break. But anyway, that is our episode. Thank you guys so much for coming on Thank again. You. Girls got to eat podcast. Go um, check it out. Super fun show. Um, it's what what are the days? Please tell. We drop you... on Mondays, so every Monday morning you wake up, it's there Sweet. on iTunes, Spotify, all the places you listen to podcasts, and Girls Got to Eat Podcast on Instagram, Girls Got to Eat Podcast dot com for our shows, merch, all awesome. the things. Yeah, you can check out several episodes with Jared and uh, <laughs> several episodes. <laughs> uh, yeah, I was on the show. I had a great time. You guys are so much fun. Yeah, we um, loved having you. It's uh, yeah, go and I. I said this on your podcast. I'll say that the best way to find like other podcasts, this laughable app is great. And yeah. you can look up people. And I always say like, it's always good to go to an episode that like the one that we're on. Right. If you listen to this podcast, 
the greatest way to find a new one is like, oh, let us be the appetizer into what you guys do. So yeah. go listen to the podcast, the episode that we were on, and that gets you into the flow of your show. And it, it's like being like a having a Sherpa. Right. And we exactly. always, I mean, there, the, there's, we talk about similar it. stuff. Anyone that's sure. like, we we, I love Girls Gotta Eat. What else can I listen to? We're like, if you up, that's the only one I even know to recommend. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Thank Just you. The Thank you. And same yeah. here. So um, that's our episode, right? Yep. Thanks Any for having us, guys. With no. Your own when, accounts? The, when, October 3rd. Is, is that coming out? Is it? Yeah, this will be October. We, we have some live shows coming up. So I think oh, we awesome. have a live show in Atlanta on the 9th, Nashville on the 11th, and Chicago on November 7th, and maybe some more. But by the time this drops, if you're Atlanta, Chicago, or Nashville, we have live shows for you. Awesome. Go awesome. check them out. Girls yeah. Gotta Eat every Monday. Go check it out. Fantastic show. Great episode. We did it again. Look at us. <laughs> Here we are. Nailed it. All right. We'll be back next episode. Bye. Thank you to our sponsor, Netflix. Bridgerton is back, bringing us another scandalous and sexy season. And dearest gentle readers, you will not want to miss this chapter. In season three, longtime friends Colin Bridgerton and Penelope Featherington find themselves in quite the precarious situation. The wallflower is ready to bloom, but she needs Colin's help to find a marriage match. Will these friends defy odds and expectations to find true love? And will Penelope's secret identity as famed gossip writer Lady Whistledown destroy any chance she may have at love? You shall have to watch and see. Watch part one of Bridgerton now, only on Netflix. Betches.